I'm delighted now to welcome along Paul Gallagher. Paul, you're very welcome along. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, Paul, I suppose, like being a letter kidney man, the rally was always sort of in your your sights growing up. Yeah, from from a very young age, and my father used to take me into my Eagle and the cars used to line up the back in the field that time, and mm -hmm. just always had an interest in it. And never thought I'd ever compete in it, and we were so lucky to have it at our back door. Mm -hmm. And what what was the first year you done the rally? I think it was ninety one or ninety two. Uh huh. So. Well, it was big competition. I think me and Damien Gar and Robbie Peoples and probably were with kind of our group at that time starting off, you know. Yes. There were always a good battle between the three years, you know, down mm -hmm. through the years, you know. Yeah. There are always different ones come along then. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was good, good fun and crack. We were young at that time and nothing worried you. I we was looking forward to Donegal. There was always nearly two months getting the car ready and going to different rallies and but a yeah. test work done and I getting the, the set up fine tuned as such then for the for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Usually went to cabin or somewhere beforehand and mm -hmm. get the rusts out and get yourself on the pace and ah, they were, it was a good old times. Uh-huh. And like um is there one year that it stands out in particular that you really enjoyed the rally that weekend? I was enjoyed Donegal. I probably had no a lot of luck in it. You know what I mean? I don't know many times I finished it, you know, but I, I always enjoyed the stages. We were always, you know, knew a lot of the stages very well because probably through work and one thing or another, I've been on them often enough. And mm -hmm. So it was like my back door just. Yes, mm -hmm. and like you know, you can see what it brings to the town every year and all too. It's fantastic to see that, isn't it? Like it's it turned into a real uh, carnival atmosphere almost now at this stage, hasn't it? Well, it's unreal, you know. Once, once a week before the rally, sure, there all these cars come out of the, the garages and you know, mm -hmm. you no, know, but a noise, but it's always a good, good fun and good that you know. In every garage, every young fellow was coming about to give you a hand and mm -hmm. work at the car. And you're always plenty of help. Yes, uh, that, that's, and that makes it all so much easier, doesn't it? Then it allows you to concentrate and getting the recce done and getting never, you know, the last wee bits and pieces all ready to go as such. Yeah, that's right. Uh, mm -hmm. but usually you're always screwing it to the last <laughs> month. <of the> month. <laughs> There's always something to do. Uh, that's for sure. That is for sure. And uh, like you talked about, you know, like Damien Gallagher and Robbie people. It's a great sport for uh, get developing good friendships. That, you know, that last, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, like, suppose where do you start? A lot of names, you know, with Brian Brogan and Eugene Ferry, you know, all them, Eugene Dolly, them boys were all Gary Jennings, or all you know, rallied with us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Manas and all them, you know, everybody, you know, Damien McCauley, just everybody, you know, Aye. can't name everybody, you forget somebody. Just, Aye, you, you'll offend somebody, will you? <laughs> you'll offend somebody, that's right. So. <laughs> no, it was good, you met a whole lot of different people from everywhere, from mm -hmm. all parts of the country, Wales and England, Cork, and no matter, they all come from everywhere. Mm -hmm. It was know. a rally everybody wanted to do. Yes, uh-huh. I, and like you know, whenever you are there competing, like yes, every second count it on the stages, but the you know the crack and the banter between the stages and off the stages was good too, I would imagine. Oh, that's right. They're always they're always a tale after every stage to be told something <laughs> here one somewhere or yes. something was there or you know what I mean. They're always a crack and mm -hmm. a slagging going on too and. Yes. That was the fun. That was I. Uh, was uh, that was nearly as much part of it as anything else, too. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to throw some quick fire questions at you here, then. So, what was your favourite stage in Donegal? Uh, no, I suppose. Yeah, no, that was always a good one for you. And then, what you know, what's your your best moment or your greatest achievement from Donegal? On international or ah, or I was just on the ball and in general, I suppose. 
probably the best achievement overall. They're all the time I won the Harvard or the Sion stage, was it? And get over that time. Yeah. I won it overall, you know, it was a nice boost to, you know, have at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. It was my first rally that I did one, you know, and it was, but mm-hmm. I had a lot of class ones and, and doing on yeah. as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, like, have you, like, have you, like, a, a memory then that sticks out that got, you know, like, it was going to be, you know, something silly break or wee things like that there that you, kick, you know, you kind of turn around and kick yourself that should never have happened? Yeah, well, I suppose me and Damien Gallagher was having a big battle one time and, and I was complaining away about breaks all the time and actually it was a wheel burn, but we didn't know at the time. Right. Like me and Damien was just chatting about that not that long ago and he didn't believe it either. He thought it was a nice story I was telling them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was a wheel burn, that's what caused it. I actually had an accident on the last stage in the landing drive. Oh. And that's I mean I was battling and at that time for the class, so probably that was one silly thing happened. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then have you one like funny moment that stands out, you know, that yeah, that you could you still regale, you know, you can still look back now and giggle about it now, even now? Well, those are a lot of funny moments, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. not an ear. When you should have been off the road, maybe and you got away with it and you know then there were times in it you couldn't put a wheel off the grass, there'll be something in it, just you know just when you're younger, I think you got away with a lot more and there seemed to be nothing in the hedge where you were done but <laughs> later on the years in it, or everything or stone or something on it or Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose this is uh, they always talk about that's the joys of rallying, isn't it? So <laughs> that's the joy of that rallying, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, Paul, sometimes it goes well, and mm-hmm. sometimes it can go the other way. That's for sure. Well, Paul, thank you very much for taking the time to join us. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. No, well, thank you very much, and thanks for everything. Not a bother. We'll catch up with you soon. Take care. All right, Kim. Bye bye. Bye. Like to, delighted to welcome along Gary McPhillips. Gary, you're very welcome along. Well, thanks very much for having me. Uh, Gary, you've been coming to Donegal now for a, a good few years. Is it an event you always look forward to? Yeah, no, Donegal, so look, it's the one we all want to do. It's three days and there's a lot of preparation was into it. And yeah, no, it's, it's, it's one of the best rallies going. So yeah, I really look forward to it every year. Was, I think the very first year I've done it, I'm nearly sure it was in 2006, I think it was in a Pinto, mm-hmm. which is, we were we didn't unlucky when it, we blew the engine on the other side of Nakala that year. Mm-hmm. And then ever since that, I've been coming back to it. But from then on, I was going to it in a Class 14 car mm-hmm. in Eskert, uh, the 2.4. So, yeah, it's been enjoyable enough. The, the first year in the 2.4, we had about, you know, we were, I think we finished second maybe that year. Mm-hmm. And then but a finish a third maybe the year after, and uh, but it was I always had a good lucky it was lucky for me uh, uh, you know after that yes. the whole way through you know, until the recent years you know a bit of mm-hmm. a few off but uh, yeah no but the ones that stick out then was 2013 and 14 for me yeah uh, 2013 yourself and Manus had a real ding dong battle that year Hans yeah 2013 yeah it was a it was, it was a massive battle from the start. Uh, the whole way, so there was only a handful of seconds through the three days, and yes. we hit all the all weather conditions in the three days. Uh-huh. But uh, it never changed. I think on as we were talking about on the the Sunday morning, I think I had something like eleven seconds of uh, of a lead going into Sunday morning from memory, mm-hmm. and uh, Manus took it all off me on Atlantic Drive. So he did nearly down nine or ten seconds, which brought it back to only two, which lasted the whole day. It was sort of stayed around that time the whole day until I suppose to the very last stage. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a very enjoyable year, I suppose. Yeah, and that last stage, you know, like you must have like just threw everything caution to the one that that stage, did you? Oh yeah, look at the two of us, I suppose at the start of the stage and Seth and Paul and Manus and Donald, we all shook hands at the start and wished uh-huh. each other the best. Sure. Uh, so when we left and said, "Come to the end of the stage," we went through the stage like like we never went through the stage before, and uh, mm-hmm. up to the end of it. And I said, "I never was as quick taking me 
helmet and seatbelts off to get looking around and start counting the seconds down until the seat manners finished. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was just unfortunately manners that the week slide off, didn't get to the finish. Uh, but yeah, just looking it turned out to be a brilliant weekend, so it did. Mm-hmm. And like that's just the, the mark of the man that Manus was, wasn't it? That you all shook hands, wished each other the best, and I would say you was probably one of the first people to congratulate you as well, and it was all over. Oh yeah, you know, look at down through the years, suppose we were competing with each other a lot, and mm-hmm. you know he'd win one and I'd win one, and it was a great battle. And even in that year, I remember sitting at the at the start of Atlantic Drive. And I had two spare tires and two tires in the boot because we had wet of a morning. I could fit two tires in, and yeah. it was actually Malis and Donald helped me change the tires. We both went into that Atlantic Drive stage, yes. and so it just goes to show the type of competitor he was. Uh-huh. You know, so yeah, it was a, it was a, and I did suppose the battle. It didn't end there. Then sure, going on into 2014, then uh-huh. yes, started all over again. Mhm. Again, it was going down to every last second again. And like That's two, right. 2014, you won again, but like, uh, Manus had these problems, and who else was in the big battle in 14 was, that's gone out of my head now, you were, oh, uh, Daniel McKenna, and yes. uh, Manus and Daniel then retired Saturday, sort of like early afternoon, Does that, was that yes. a different kind of battle then to try and keep, keep it all together the rest of Saturday and into Sunday then? It actually, yeah, it was, it was, it was tougher than the year before trying to get to the finish i think when when daniel hit his trouble on uh, daniel hit his trouble on the sunday morning uh, uh, just on the other side of glen village okay and uh we had gearbox trouble so whenever daniel went out then i think we were next in lead with 40 40 odd seconds in the lead mm-hmm. so it was actually harder to get to the end of the rally with the lead than yes. the year before battling for for one or two seconds uh-huh. so it was Went into the next stage straight after Glen Village, went into the next stage Atlantic Drive, and I had a stall, I had an overshoot. You know, everything was going wrong for me because uh, I just couldn't, you know, get to grips with it. You couldn't so, uh, zone again, yeah, it's up, yeah. Uh, that's right, yeah, it sort of upset us a wee bit in the car. So uh, it took that stage after that stage, then sort of settled down, and then just the next job was just get to the car, just get to the finish. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. Worked out well for us anyway, the smooth, smooth run then the rest of that. Yeah, so uh, two years in a row was a great, yes. it was great, especially going to a three-day rally was a great achievement. Oh, for sure, for sure. And like, you know, all been well, you know, we'll be back in 2022. Will it be one you'll be putting onto your calendar if we get going again? Oh, for sure. You know, it's been a big miss, so it has. And uh, uh, so, you know, it'll be very, uh, we'll be all looking forward to getting back to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. hopefully it's It'll come around quick enough yeah, for us. Well, well, well. So, Gary, just a, a wee quick fire questions here. What's your favourite stage then in Donegal? I think it has to be a garden. Mm-hmm. My favourite stage. It's so fast and flowing. It's a, yeah, I know garden, I'd say it would be the most. Yeah, and then what, what's your, your greatest achievement? Is it the ones or is there anything else that sticks out in your mind? Sorry, what's that? What your greatest achievement in Donegal? Is it the one? I think it's the best. Yeah, is the winning the two nationals in 2013 and 14, mm-hmm. especially two years in a row to, to try and get the car for to go through, you know, three year two three year rallies and come out on the other side. You know, you're it's a lot of mileage at, and um, you know you're very being very competitive and trying to keep the car. You know, from, you have to sort of you're trying to manage the car to get it through without any uh, breakdowns and stuff. So yeah. It is a very hard to imagine for there's been a lot of people trying to win it for mm-hmm. a lot of years. It's just it's a very hard one to get get on your belt, yeah. and I suppose we were lucky enough to get it twice. Yeah, it's, but I suppose it's, it's you know it's at Monaghan is the two ones that national guys want like yourself one to one, isn't it? It's the it's the, the I suppose the the gold star. That's right. Yeah, I was well, I had the Donny goals in, and me and Daniel had a. A great battle in Monaghan a couple of years ago too. Uh-huh. It was coming down. It was coming down to later. One of us were going to win it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going, into the, going into the last stage in that year too. We were the both of us. We were we took Everson out of the cars. We could get out of the cars. <laughs> last stage and unfortunately I had suspension trouble on that year. So that was the closest I, I would say that you'll ever get to winning your home rally in a Marty Rascal. You know, uh-huh. 
just with the other cars as in the four drive cars. So that I don't it passed me by and I don't think I can't see it ever coming around <laughs> for me yeah. in an escort anyway. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well Gary, really appreciate you taking the time to join us. Um it's yeah. been a pleasure. And say fingers That's crossed we'll we'll see you in the start line in twenty twenty two. That's it. Thanks very much. So I would love to welcome along now Phil Collins. Phil, you're very welcome along. Thank you. Great to be here, Kevin. I wish we were overseeing the real rally, but as it is, yeah. this is the next best thing. So well, this, uh, is, this is it. So, uh, Phil, your association with the Donegal Rally goes back a long time. I suppose the early 80s, whenever you started coming over. It certainly was. And to be honest with you, Kevin, it was John Price who first persuaded me to come over and, and do your rally. And I, uh, you talked about Ireland. Obviously, John used to come, bless his cotton socks, not mm-hmm. with us anymore, of course. But... Um, John used to come over to Ireland a lot and he encouraged me to go to Killarney and then the following year he said, boy, oh, you've got to go to Donegal. So we geared up and we had a Mark II Escort uh, and it was 1982 when the rally was in Bundoran. Yes. Um, and uh, and the, the, the rally was a blind event, obviously. We, you know, we just turned up and, uh, and made the best we can of it, driving through the stages. The map was pretty useless, obviously, half inch to a mile and just driving on site. And I clearly remember the only real target I had, which was to beat John, <laughs> having been there for quite a lot, and he was a local boy and all of that. Um, and I remember we we had a puncture quite early on, third, fourth stage, and I, we were just with John or thereabouts, maybe a few seconds uh, ahead of him, but not much. And then we got this puncture, and then so we fixed, got out of the stage and dropped, I think it was 30 seconds or something, and got out. And then we had to go round through the same loop three stages again so you come away when you go through a stage the second time you sort of think you can remember stuff a bit you know yes. and you can remember stuff a bit mm-hmm. but obviously not very accurately and I was coming down quite a quick place and a slight right over a crest and and the crest had an entrance going in to what was a council yard and there was gravel out of this council yard on the road. Mm-hmm. And probably only about 60, 70 yards after this crest was a was a was about a 90 right, really, an open left-hander. Mm-hmm. So I'm hard on the brakes. And this gravel had gone down the road. Your other cars had carried it. So I couldn't get the car stopped. And I put her into this left-hander. And we went off the road on the exit. And I hit the back axle, hit a rock that was hanging out of the bank. Right. And this rock was a big one, you know, like a 200 weight bag of, of corn, I think of back in those gobsled brown days, yeah. you know, and I hit the bastard really hard. And we bounced across the road and the road was almost blocked. I bounced off him into the ditch on the inside and cars came down, I got out the car and it was so serious. I wasn't going anywhere. And the axle had gone back and the floor had crumpled and I was, I was absolutely devastated. Come all this way, put all, I got a guy called John Savage who was with me on the, the maps and, uh, and I remember it well. Anyway, we had no choice. We couldn't lift the car. There were no spectators, but I looked up and there was a churchyard up on the bank and there were about half a dozen boys in the churchyard and it was, they were looking down on, it was a great place to spectate. It was like yeah. an amphitheater, looking down. They've seen our accident. So they wait for the top. 15, 20 cars to go through. And then these boys climbed over the church wall and they come down across the field. And I'm not in the mood to have a conversation with anybody about it. I'm just immersed in my own depression. Mm -hmm. But the boy climbs over the wire, gets his balls hooked in the wire a bit, and then he comes over to the car. And I just acknowledged him, but not very cheerily. Mm -hmm. Looks around the car and the other boy's looking at that car and he looks at the wheel and he looks through the window and he looks at me. And he looks at the rock and he looks back at the car and he looks at me. Oh, he'd be honest with you. He said, it's about the fifth time I've ever watched this rally from here. And the fourth time I've ever seen anybody hit that rock. <laughs> but I'll give you one thing. You're the first fucker to move him. <laughs> I should have said the first fella to move him. <laughs> yes. Oh, if you want me to take that again, I will. No, no, no. <laughs> but um, 
So we were about 40 miles from Bandora and we parked the car down a little drive. Mm -hmm. I went back to the headquarters and got pissed and came out next morning. And I remember being completely encaptured by all these midges. Mm -hmm. And I'd never encountered the midges, you know, oh, we got, yes, yes. Uh -huh. got the coats on and the temperature was lovely. And I remember old John Savage, he got bitten all around his waist. <laughs> and I'd never encountered that before, you know. Yes. But, uh, uh -huh. So that was my first memory of doing uh -huh. a real <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I came back the following year. James Cullen was Clark the course then. Yes. James Cullen is one of the most well-known organizers and drivers of your rally of, mm -hmm. of, of everybody. And back in those days, he was an absolutely key part. He was Clark of the course, and, and uh, he was the main man. He called me, said, would you like to come back again and free entry and, uh, and enough to cover the fuel cost and all of that. Mm -hmm. so, so over we went. And it was still a blind event and I was in the Opal of Scone. It was the first okay. year I had the Scone. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that made and, and, and gave some confidence to driving a blind rally in Ireland was the quality of caution boards. Okay. They were pretty rare, mm -hmm. but when they were there, they meant something. Oh, so yeah. if it was, a, you know, if it looked okay, generally speaking, it was okay. Mm -hmm. I came down, I can't remember the stage, I'm sorry, but I came down towards the seawall. Mm -hmm. And there's a T-junction left. And there's a caution board about 200 yards from this junction because the other side of the wall was the ocean. Yes. Mm -hmm. We didn't want to go in there. So I slowed down quite a bit because I mm -hmm. thought something else was wrong. But actually, it was just a T-junction left. Mm -hmm. That was a stupid place to put a caution board, I yeah. thought. So away I go now. So we've gone about another two and a half miles. Mm -hmm. And there's another caution board. So I think, well, this will be nothing because the last <laughs> one was nothing. <laughs> Hammering around this left-hander and then a almost, not about a 60, 70 degree right-hander with a terrible bump on the corner. And, and what had happened, they laid a pipe across the road and they put the tarmac over it because they mm -hmm. had, hadn't got a jackhammer, hadn't got a, hadn't got a whacker plate or a roll. And it was, so there was a hump, hump in the... <laughs> Through the car left and up on the bank we went and up on two wheels and i was so annoyed because actually if it hadn't been for the first yes caution board i wouldn't have made this stupid mistake so i wanted mm -hmm. to know kevin it wasn't my fault but the other interesting story was that very place i talked to sydney beak after and sydney said because i think i'm pretty confident that billy won the rally mm -hmm that year yeah. and Billy'd gone off on that corner and he clipped his back bumper okay. and he said Sydney said of all the years he drove my rally cars that was the only time he ever did any damage to it right <laughs> so I was in pretty good company I yes. it was yeah that, that was okay then <laughs> so yeah. I've had two trips to Donegal at this moment yes. in time mm -hmm. and neither had been kind to me. I mean, we got the car going and we ended up going as course car. And I right. remember, and very often people remember the uh, the experience of a course car, but actually what I remember most was the Letterkenny town stage. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And where the start ramp is parked now, and where we go over the, the, the start the line, start. Yep. Uh -huh. that, was, that was the start of the town stage going right. back up the hill. Yes. And we were course cars, so everybody was standing on the pavements. The toes were only edging an inch over the pavement when we went through. Mm -hmm. But as every car went through, everybody edged out and edged out and cleared the road and yeah. edged out and edged out. So I, we got fastest time through that stage. There was Bertie and there was Austin and all of that. Yeah. So I felt pretty good about that, but it was only because we got a clear road. <laughs> But then we went back the following year with the Manta mm -hmm. and it was a pace note event. Right. And, and at last I thought, well, we're, we're, we're in with a chance here, but I yeah. was very conscious that the rally had always been so unkind to us. I was pretty determined to finish the event. Okay. So I, I can't even remember who I, I'm pretty sure Bertie and somebody else 
was first and second. And I remember Cyril Bolton was third oh, yeah. and he had a banter. Yeah. Uh -huh. And we were fourth. And Saturday night, we're, we're in the, um, the Valley Rain. Absolutely, back in the day. And I'm going to bed early because I want to finish the rally next day. But Seamus McGettigan was in the bar. <laughs> Phil, come on, we've got to have one. So we ended up at three o'clock in the morning, drunk as a skunk. Next morning, start time in the service area, 11 o'clock. I am still seriously affected. And I can see that toolbox. Mm -hmm. And I can just about focus on the toolbox. But then I look away and look at a tree and it would take me 10 to 15 seconds to focus on the tree, you know? Yes. This is ridiculous. I should never have been driving a car. Yes. But that's how it was. Mm -hmm. So we set off and it was 32 seconds behind Cyril. And I'm pretty confident we're going to be able to catch him. Mm -hmm. And we're taking, drunk or not drunk, who, who will pass judgment on the qualities and the failings of that? Yes. But we were catching Cyril, catching Cyril. We got to win seven seconds of him in the last stage. And I got Brian Thomas with me then. Okay, yes. And um, and so uh, so so Brian and, I, and Brian was there. He said, look, Phil, seven seconds, one stage, not going to happen. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We can catch him. I can get top three. I'll be on that podium. <laughs> anyway, there was a huge spectator problem. Um, it's out on the Milford Road. I can't remember the stage on the left hand side. I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, and everybody's come back into town and every spectators galore. Yes. So we're sat there and I'm building up and they come down with a time sheet with a, uh, a, a sheet on a clipboard Good. Yeah. to tell us that the spectators are unmanageable. The last mile of the stage is dangerous. So they're going to shorten the stage by a mile. So now instead of four and a half miles, I got to our seven seconds, we got three and a half miles. <laughs> and I'm still saying, we can do it, we can do it, Brian, we can do it. No, no, no. <laughs> and then along he comes with a clipboard again, stage cancel. <laughs> I've never seen a co-driver look so ridiculous. <laughs> but at least I'd finished on a goal rally. Yes. I guess that was the year that uh, Bertie, or sorry, Billy and Austin were having the big ding dong. Billy Burton and Austin, yeah, that was. Yes, that, but that. Billy got one second in front of Austin and, and going into that last stage, and the stage was cancelled. So Billy then won by a second. So that year too. Well, so. that's Billy's style. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to win by a minute as no, long as you won. I was one second in front of Austin. You were with Austin. Yeah. Did you say you were with Austin? No, no, I, no, I, I just remember the times coming through at that yes, time. Yes, yes. And uh, yeah, that Billy had been behind the whole rally and had got, yeah. got in front then by one second with one stage to go and then the stage got cancelled. You know, so. right. <laughs> he was some man, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yes. He was Mr. Smooth. What yeah. a boy. Mm -hmm. But um, there you go. So those first three of them, I mean, I remember coming back in the pink car and putting it on its side, chasing Mark Level and, mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. But those first three yeah. Donegal experiences, probably the ones I remember the best. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, one in the National Rally twice, uh, 2006. Yeah. Seven and eight, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah, and, and that was hard fought. And we had some hard luck stories there. I remember leading it and breaking an input shaft, me and Howard. Uh -huh. um, end of story. And, and and then yeah, we come back and and and, and we had a couple of mm -hmm. couple of wins. And that was that was fantastic. I mean it was 22, that was 1986, because as sorry, 2006. Uh -huh. It was 22 years. Right, since uh, finishing uh -huh. it in the manta. Yes, to finish it again. <laughs> And like, you know, you keep coming back. So obviously it's an event you really enjoy. Well, that's the understatement of, of the month, really. Okay. Um, I mean, it's such a fabulous experience and it's very difficult for anybody who's never been there and certainly never competed in the rally to imagine the atmosphere that is created in Donegal. And you've got about three hours of darkness so that everything's daylight until gone 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. And then it's daylight again at three o'clock in the morning and people still in the bars and it used to be the tents all the way up the side of the street. Every field was full of tents. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, the spectators that were out there following. 
And, and I, I remember doing it with Robbie Philpott. Again, one of these early days, I think it was, yes, it was the Pink Sierra, Robbie Philpott. Okay, yeah. Well, on and, and we went out to the rally. That was when I went on its side with uh, Chasing Mark in the Sierra. And we had a little, uh, a little samba, a little, um, uh, I can't remember. Anyway, little, little um, uh, a little samba that we were, that we were wrecking in. Okay. And we went off, we, we went to spectate. And I just couldn't believe the size the number of cars that were parked in every field. And we went to spectate. And then we came back to get the car. We couldn't find it. So went down the road a couple of miles and there were some roadworks. I said, Robbie, hang on, stop here. So I, I nicked a cone off the side of the road and got a roller tape from the Voyager service van and taped it on the roof so we could always find the samba from there on. I've got a photograph of it somewhere. <laughs> it was great. I said, we're going to navigate this one of these days. This is the way to fight the car. <laughs> oh, just massive. Just fun atmosphere. Everybody had a smile on their face. You know, you, you, just, you couldn't, I couldn't yeah. fault it at all. Uh -huh. Brilliant. So, you know, as you said earlier, we have no rally this year. Hopefully we're all going well. 2022, we'll be back on track again. Well, it'll be something you'll be putting into your diary because it's the 50th anniversary next year and we'd be delighted to welcome you back again soon. Well, I would love to be back. Of course, it will be without the car because yeah. I don't have a car anymore. Oh, I've sold it. Uh -huh. And actually, it's just worth recalling my last Donegal experience mm -hmm. um, where um, uh, we, we were losing some water. And mm -hmm. we'd been losing water a little bit Friday and then Saturday got worse. And I finished... and I. I was about 10th over, I was, you know, 10th in the national, the national and I wasn't really on the pace that I wanted to be on. Mm -hmm. and you got to admit in the end that you cannot deny the turning of the pages of the calendar forever. Right. I was nearly 70 years of age and it was a big ask to compete with guys that are in their thirties and have got the hunger that I had 40 years ago, et yes. cetera. But we were losing water I wasn't as quick as I, as I wanted to be. And we got into service area and Saturday night, I said, Ian, we just put half a liter of water in this radiator. We've got six stages to do tomorrow. And I said, it's stupid, you know, we're gonna damage this engine. And so I said, I'm sorry, we're gonna put the car on the trailer. Now, in years gone by, I would have sat down and immersed my head in my hands. Mm -hmm. And, and felt desperately disappointed. Yeah. Within five minutes of making that decision, I felt a weight off my shoulders. Right. I couldn't understand the sensation, but I thought that is Phil, because your day is done okay. in this game. You, take you, know, that you box, couldn't yeah. naturally be right at the sharp end. Right. And you know, with the speed of pace mm -hmm. notes and the speed of the cars, and the speed's always been very high. Yes. But you know, you cannot think and respond as quick. And I'd never had mm -hmm. a clearer definition of that until that experience. So I decided then that my days were numbered and I probably wouldn't do Donegal Rally again. And I very soon decided I wasn't going to do any rallies because I did a few events in the Ascona in a forest. Yes. And it was the same experience there. So I pulled out, put the cars for sale, we've sold them. Okay. And I'm good with it, you know. The COVID means there's no rallies anyway, so it's so given I me a, a gentle lesson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when it's, you know, 12 months on, the 50th anniversary, I would love to come over and have a party. Some <laughs> yes. Have a few drinks in the bar and talk about how quick I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we, we'll, we'll look forward to having the chats and the, the drinks then, and we'll meet up then in June 2022. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you, Kevin. Thank that you. That was a joke. Okay, you. you're welcome. We welcome along now, Ivan Stewart. Ivan, you're very welcome along. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. No problem. Great yeah. to have you. So, Ivan, like, I suppose you've been competing now in Donegal for a long number of years. I think it is it 26 starts, 20, 27, sorry, starts, I think it is. You know, that you must have some great memories built up in that time. I do have them early years, especially um, 
you know, there were great years, you know, from the, it was the first year of the International Rally, it was 86, you know, and had some brilliant years from 86, you know, some brilliant years, yeah, yeah. And you were, you were nearly always a Ford man, I suppose, in them early years too, was it? I the very first car I had, which, well, at the very start, before I started to do the International Rallies, I would have started off, me and another guy, Robbie Peoples, with the Hellman Avenger, you know, mm-hmm. we had between us. Um, he used to rally one time on it, and I rally the next rally on it, but uh, it didn't last long because we somebody rolled the car and blamed the other person or something like that. But uh, and I had another Avenger then. I remember I bought that myself. I think I paid. I think it was six hundred and fifty pound for it. You know, but uh, it broke my heart every every rally I went to. It or was overheating or something. You know. So. Mm-hmm. No, for the international then, I bought a Group 1 escort of a fellow in Derry, Raymond McLaughlin. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was an ex-John Boyle escort from Manor. Mm-hmm. And before that, I think it was Wally John Doan uh, owned it, you know? Okay. So uh, it was me and a guy that I worked along with in Green Motors, Gary Conaghan. That's the first international rally we'd on, you know? Mm-hmm. I think we started with uh, number 130 on the door. And uh, I can't really remember where we finished, but we had a terrific weekend, you know. Mm-hmm. We may have hit her three or four times. I think we put four radiators through the fronter, you know. <laughs> to, <laughs> but uh, no, a brilliant, brilliant weekend, you know. That'll be mm-hmm. that first memory, you know, mm-hmm. always stays with you, you know. Yeah. I like, you know, you've been, obviously you've been going to the rally before to actually compete in your home international must have been just like the cream, you know, the, the cherry on top, I suppose, that's the way I'm looking at it. Aye, you know, the, maybe it's all the people that be out watching you and the hype beforehand and all the people waving you on and maybe you know so many people, it was, it was brilliant, it was just Thing hard to explain. It was just brilliant feeling, that brilliant feeling. And then you know you progressed through the years and you know good results along the way. And then it was two thousand and five, you know the ultimate prize uh, taking away the national rally that weekend. Like that was some achievement. I yeah, that was me and uh, Joe Freel. Uh huh. One. On the national and the international rally, uh, that was in a an Escort Cosworth, a Group A Escort Cosworth. Uh, it was just a, it was a very lucky car for us, you know. We done a good bit of rallying on it, and it gave us no bother, you know. But uh, aye, that's was a brilliant, there's a brilliant buzz to it, you know, and mm-hmm. everything fell into place. Just you know, it was just happened to be our weekend, and mm-hmm. everything went well. Just aye, it was brilliant. Yes. Brilliant. And like, you know, you know the way the, the National Rally now is almost as big a prize now as the, as the main international one, you know, like there's, it's probably the, the gold star in Irish rallying for guys in their Mark II escorts and all. Like, isn't it amazing how far the Mark II escorts come along, even in your time rallying, you know, like, um, even the, the two litre BDA now, like, can you think of these 2.5 Millingtons? They're almost unrecognisable. Uh, you know, it's, it's unreal how far the Mark II has came, you know, but uh, it's the money those guys are spending on them Mark IIs. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember buying Mark IIs maybe in the, 19, in the 1990s, the very early 90s, maybe the late 80s. You could buy a Mark II for like a five or six thousand pound, and you could go and do it. We have done it. We went and done maybe a national rally, the Harvest Rally, or whatever, a couple of years in a row, and you could finish third or fourth overall. Whereas now you have to almost spend a hundred thousand pound on a car. You know, mm-hmm. it's you know Mark IIs are. They're just like world rally cars, really. There's mm-hmm. nothing of a Mark II left in it, no. you know. Uh, you know, it may look like a Mark II, but it's all very, uh, 
So all very specialized parts. That's for sure. You know, it's like a, it's like a WRC Mark II. That's what I call uh, them. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, they're either on recognizable below the skin, I suppose. That would be the way of looking at it. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, they aren't uh, Ford anymore, you know, at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. And you know? like your, your good friend there, you spoke about Robbie. Uh, for, Excuse me. Robbie Peoples has one more start ahead of you. He has 28 starts. Is that something that you'd like to at least equal, if not beat? Would you like to get another start or two on below the belt? Aye, you know, it'd be nice to get out and get going again. Uh, I definitely would. Me and Robbie started off together. Uh, started off together on Hellman, Hellman Avenger, you know. But, yes. And uh, Robbie went his own way and I went my own way. Robbie stuck. Maybe Robbie had only three cars during his lifespan, uh, you know, one of them 28 years. Mm-hmm. I probably had 20 cars, you know, different cars all the time. But mm-hmm. I'd be nice to do another uh, do another rally and be, or two rallies and be ahead of him. <laughs> but uh, no, Robbie's, Robbie was a great friend. And I remember one year uh, down in Port Lake, that's outside Priestla. Mm-hmm. And an international rally. And we had all got through to the Sunday. I'd got through to the Sunday. Robbie got through to the Sunday. And me and another fella, John Crumlish, uh, were doing the rally. And it started to rain on Sunday. And the car kind of got steamed up. We didn't see where we were going. And uh, we put it off into a bog. And we were in the bog. And I remember getting out of the car, no spectators about. And I remember running up the road for about, I would say, a quarter of a mile and stealing a man's tractor and driving it down the stage, you know. And then we still couldn't get the car out, you know, but I remember then Robbie and Keith came along and they they were leading their class. Mm -hmm. You were leading it by 10 or 15 minutes. So Robbie got off and Robbie had been very used in tractors and we got a rope hooked on and Robbie got me pulled back out onto the road again. Jeez. And you know, I might have spent 10 minutes doing it. And uh-huh. when we got back into the car, then we were absolutely wrenched in water, you know. Uh-huh. We got in and both of us wear glasses. Yes. And then got off in front of Robbie again, flying again. And the heater vents blew up hot air and my glasses steamed up on the inside. I couldn't see where I was going. <laughs> I said to John, where are we? What's coming up? What's coming up? And John's glasses are steamed again, back into the bog again. <laughs> and Robbie still stopped again. Jesus. <laughs> and he spent another 10 minutes. He got us out again. But Robbie went on. He lost the class one, but he still finished third in his class, you know. Brilliant. No, it was great sportsmanship. That's for sure. That is for sure. So I think I'm going to throw uh, just a couple of quick questions at you here just to get your, your thoughts on it. Your favourite Donegal stage? I would have to say uh, Glen, you know, High Glen and Low Glen tied in together. You mm-hmm. know, we start on the Carrigart Road and end up on the Chrysler Road. Doesn't get know, there's a bit, of, a bit of everything on it. You know, there's a bit of everything on it. Yeah. I think it's a brilliant stage, you know. I think it's just a brilliant stage. And maybe Knock Alla then, you know. Right. Knock Alla. Mm-hmm. A lot of different variations in Knock Alla. Yes. No, my favourite stage certainly Glenn. And then what's your, your best moment or your greatest achievement in the rally? Was it the one or is there anything else that sticks out in your mind? Uh, I suppose 05 when we when we won the national, that was a great year. But one year before that and a and a Sierra Cosworth, you know, we were entered in the complete rally and we might have got up as far as eighth on a Sunday. And uh, with a brilliant two days, you know, um, mm-hmm. probably always think that was a great year. But then the, the wheel came off the back of it was actually the stub axle broke. It wasn't actually the wheel came off her, but the right. stub came out of her. Uh-huh. Just ended it, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I have to say every, every year is great when everything yes. goes good. <laughs> There's nothing better. Nothing like it. <laughs> and nothing then, like it. Yes. And then what's your worst memory of over the years? Uh, the worst memories probably are a sunbeam lotus, a lotus sunbeam, and I used it for two years. And every year we got down to Fana to break a half shaft and out the way, you know, 
you know, a thing that would only cost a hundred pounds to fix, but it still put us out of the rally two years, you know. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, and I've been very lucky, you know, I've had no big accidents in Donegal, you know. Mm -hmm. May have may have rolled one time with John Crumlish one time on our own home stage, but no, Donegal's been brilliant, you know. Good. Brilliant. And then what's is there one memory that stands out that's just been like a real funny moment? That you, you could do nothing else, only laugh, I suppose. Well, I think that was the funniest moment, you know, going up running up the stage quarter of a mile, stealing the boy's tractor, not <laughs> seeing him, taking it, going down the road, you know. Yes. Would you thinking somebody doing it now? Yes. You know, <laughs> you know I, I just think it was a... Brilliant. Mm -hmm. I think it was a brilliant moment, just... Yes. <laughs> you know, to, um, you wouldn't even think you were just that age or that uh, geared up to do it, you know. You just wanted to keep rallying and that was, no matter what, was going to stand in the way. I don't know. Uh, I can't think of any other funny moment I remember. Oh, oh maybe one year, um, me and Damien Crawford was doing the rally in a Sierra Cosworth. Mm -hmm. And then um, we came across a sheep run across the road in front of us. And we said, oh, how lucky we are. But then there was a wee lamb coming after the sheep. We had it, but it got away, you know, right. it kind of went up over the bonnet, we got yes. up in the mirror, the lamb was still going. <laughs> but uh, when we came to the end of the stage and Brian Patterson asked him how that stage was and all that, uh, Damien didn't know, he didn't know much about sheep or anything. He just said a small sheep, you know, we didn't know to say it was a lamb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... Ivan, I think that's that's just about perfect there. So thank you very much for taking the time to join us. I really appreciate you. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. Thank you, Kevin. I'm absolutely delighted to welcome along now Daniel Cunningham. Daniel, you're very welcome. Well, thank you, Kevin, for uh, being asked to do it now. I'm privileged. It's a pleasure having you on. You're one of those guys up there at the at the top when it comes to starts. I think you are um, 26 starts. Ivan Fister, Ivan Stewart from 27, and Robbie Peoples from 28. I would say there's a a, a a record you're angling for. Well, well, we're we're all friends. We're just trying to keep along and see who can end up the with the most. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what what was the first year you competed? Um, it was, I wouldn't be a hundred percent sure, uh -huh. but it, that it was, you know, but I would say we're nearly all together, probably uh -huh. even and myself, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're all, we're all there together as neighbours and friends and helping one another is mm -hmm. what rallying was at that yes. time. Mm -hmm. And even before you started competing, was the rally a big part of your life even in the early days? Yes, it was because at my home place, McMahon's garage was behind and that's where they were building the rally cars. Derek was rallying and they were building cars for Rosemary Smith and Robert Ward. And I would say I had my, my backside on Rosemary's passenger seat before she even knew what the car looked like. <laughs> so there was no turning back from that then. The, the, the seeds were sown at a very early age. And the seat was so there when you were there, you were on the back of the garage and you went on in the evening to the boys, to the boys that was working and Jerry Galler was there and God rest John Connors and them boys was all there and mm -hmm. um, started Graham's the whole lot and you know what I mean, you got a run in every car that was on the yard down to whatever was there, you were took for a run out the back, yeah. out the back road. You know, ones, memories you never forget. That's just going to say, I am thinking, you know, money couldn't buy the likes of that either. Like it was priceless, them things, aren't they? Yeah, you know, getting into a HSR Chevette or that Sunbeam mm -hmm. or, you know, the Avenger or any of them, you know, it was just a dream. Mm -hmm. It was like getting a bag of sweets, you know, when you go to the <laughs> shop, you know, you come back home and say, Mommy, Daddy, you know what I was on? You know, <laughs> yeah. that's the way it was. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> And then you started competing, I think it was 89, maybe it was the first time you'd done Donegal. And like, was this like the ultimate prize for you at that stage? Had you been well, doing uh, uh, rallying uh, up to that then, sorry? Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're rallying up to that before that and all that. But at Donegal International was the, 
the cream of trying to do everything and you were gathering sponsorship and you were doing everybody, you know, trying everything to get there and get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, uh, you know, to finally roll over the rump on the Friday, it must have been, like, must have been like Christmas coming for you at that stage, yeah? You know, you always thought, and when would you ever get doing Donegal? And as you say, when you get over the ramp on the Friday and head to the first stage, you know, the butterflies and everything was moving everywhere, you know. But it's so good to get that far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to have so many done is brilliant. Yeah. I could have looking through your results there, like, you know, 27 starts. I think there's been uh, five class ones over the years. Yeah, and then like, there was uh, six other podiums. Like, that's fantastic results. And like, and you know, you've you've varied your classes. You know, obviously as you built up your experience, you know, you started off class nine, then up to class twelve, and then now into class thirteen. But, like they're all highly competitive classes. There's no there's no easy ones or no easy podiums there. No, there's no. When we started in class nine, there was not wasn't that was far away from an easy class. John Donnelly built the engine for me, and he was building for myself, Brian Black, Thomas McCreese, Mulholland. We're all in the one class, all mm -hmm. 1,300 engines, and you know, all class nine cars, and we're just fighting who was going to be the brave, and that's the way it was. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I mean, then we moved then to class 12, which took a bit of Greek and work and stuff and things going wrong, but then we finally got the car perfect, and... Mm -hmm. A lot of good results as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like it. You know, it's not just the, you know, the two just guys in the car. It's the whole team, isn't it? It's not, you know, it takes, it's a whole combination of things. Well, the way I look at it is the wife fills every entry for him. Doesn't matter who's sitting in the passenger seat. Everyone will tell you they don't know what an entry form looks like. <laughs> when they see it, they see it on um, recce morning where <laughs> you have to sign your name, Navigator. You yes. didn't sign it. You know, and family pushed me, helped me, still helped me, mm -hmm. my friends and sponsors and everything, only for them. I would have nothing. I have good friends that would work. We had a big wreck 2013. We went off in Cavan mm -hmm. and we built the car from scratch in a week and a half and everybody went to work. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, so that's where your friends comes in a yes. lot. You can't thank them enough. No. Yeah. But, that, you know, it's good people around you makes things like that happen, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. We all went to work, come back home to the house here at six o'clock and Elaine would have had, the wife would have had the tea ready for everybody. So everybody mm -hmm. ate. We got fed again that night at 11 o'clock and maybe their nights, it was two, three. Mm -hmm. But I know the week of Donegal, I still remember Philip Moynihan coming, walking into the shade and he come to the door and he stood and shook his head and said, boys, I don't know what this is doing, but fair play to you. <laughs> and we had the care and scrutiny on Thursday evening. <laughs> and I know what I mean. I only sat on it on Thursday evening to mm -hmm. drive it off the trailer to scrutiny. Mm -hmm. I hadn't even been driving the care. Yeah. You know, so that's all that the balls and the spells. Right. And like you had obviously been away and done the recce as well. Like, and the guys were still back at the house working away in the car too. Yeah, the boys worked away. I'd done the recce mm -hmm. the Saturday, the Sunday, and went out on the Wednesday yeah. and done the recce and mm -hmm. come back on Thursday, took the car to scrutiny. And mm -hmm. coming out of scrutiny, she started to go bad. <laughs> so I had to start thinking and come back home and found it was a fuel pump. Mm -hmm. So one of the boys, Andrew, he left and went to Henderson's to Haas for a fuel pump. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of the boys said to me, you better take her for a run. So I took her out around the wee loop as we stayed at the house. Okay. Come back in and the boy says I was smiling. So everything must have been all no, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they come back. I went to bed at half 12. I said to the boys, leave her on the left. I'll bleed the brakes in the morning. Mm -hmm. The wife heard the boys leaving to go to park fair, to go to service at half four in the morning. Okay. <laughs> so you know what I mean? That's, That's the dedication uh -huh. the friends I have yes. that kept me here and uh, still keeps me. I keep to go over and beyond the call of duty to make sure you get rolling. It's fantastic to yeah. see, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as I always said, as long as you leave the car and the lorry sitting ready, 
at the back door on a Friday evening or a Friday night, Lexi steps in, that cares of scrutiny when you land there. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that's you can't yeah. thank them enough. Yes. I good, good, good people there. Um, yeah. like looking back throughout the years, is there is there memories that stand out to you as you know, that was a perfect stage or I really enjoyed that or something like that jumps but, out? Well, I always love Nakala. Even even when I had a big wreck in 13 on it, I still love it. I still memories is that I can go to Nakala and I always said, and Terence always says, bring come to Donegal. And we took five seconds off in Nakala. Right. He says, a postman and an ordinary workman, he says, to a professional, he says, it's great they'd be able to say we, we could do it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That just, isn't that what rallying is all about? It gives you the opportunity to compete, you know, in the at the same stage and the same level as the Saturn Works team would come over in 2007. You were driving in their, you know, wheel tracks, basically, weren't you? Yeah, and it's the same as the year before. I um, mean, Robert McDade said to me when I was in the Madeira Galicias, better be happy that they come on. I says, why? This is a uh, second fastest two-wheel drive car in Nogala. One second behind Adrian Hillington. I says, that's wrong. But when I checked it out, it was right. You know, all them... Mm-hmm. Things mean it all doesn't mean much at the time, but as life goes on, it means a lot more to you. Yes, mm-hmm. I can you consider all the guys there in their Mullingtons and everything else to be you know a couple of seconds off Hallington over Nogala is some commitment, isn't it? Yeah, that's great. And you know what I mean? We finished fifth overall in the national in 2014, and I still mind Frank Kelly coming back saying. Hey, Connor, you are somebody, you know, and Kelly, you know, Frank coming back to you and saying, hey, Connor, you're somebody. It just means, uh-huh. it means so much to you to be there with them. Uh-huh. You grew another inch taller then, didn't you? you hear like I, just grew, I just grew an inch taller. And then the next thing, Helenson comes back down the back and he says to me, hey, Connor, I need a lift to Port Salon the night home. Will you take me home? I says, oh, well. And we left them home, and he always throws it back up. I asked you, Conan, he says, and you never let me down. You know, <laughs> and we things, you know, yes. it's just what sportsman was and still is to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the fantastic thing about rallying is it's the friendships that's developed as well. You know, on the stages, you know, you'll do anything for to gain a second, but step away from, the, you know, the, from the clocks, and there's great friendships developed, and they're lasting friendships as well. Yeah, they're lasting friendships and you'll get the slag and you'll get the thing. And when, as the boy says, when you put the helmet on, it's what you want. It's not what mm-hmm. anybody else wants. You go for it. But when it's over and it's a second either way or other, well, that's what it is. It's well mm-hmm. to do. Yes. And you give up, you give everything you can and they have done the same. So. Yeah. You've tried your hardest and that's mm-hmm. the way it is. That's for sure. Your luck's not on it. If you haven't the luck, you have nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And is there one moment that you look back in the years and it still makes you giggle, like, you know, like something silly happened on? It was. <laughs> where I, in class nine, I had a furious battle with Sammy Fisher, God rest him. Uh-huh. Sammy and me battled class nine, hell for leather all the time. Donegal, we were at it on Friday. And I had him on Friday. And I mean, Saturday morning, went to Mountain Top for a free service and it was starting to rain. <clears throat> and I mean, George, or Michael Pearson coming saying to me, he says, you got him in the dry, but he says, we'll get you in the wet. You know, and I says, well, whatever. And mm-hmm. mind battling all this Saturday and we had him and we went to a show on the Sunday. Yeah. Everything was going great. Battle was on. We were just on a high mm-hmm. and left Karen Donna and it was drizzling the rain and I put on wets and I still minded as well how stupid it was. Went out the road, down through the cool cross stage and we're going great. Turned out to the main road and the next thing she just, tires went silly and over the hedge, lying on her side and boys roaring and shouting at blaming myself. And me tell them, roll them on over, throw her over, throw her over. We'll get out, we'll get out. And getting back out. And, you know, I mean, one screen broke and battle on and just mm. got beat by a second when it was all over. Yes. You know, <laughs> but, you know, them days as yes. make you laugh and think 
if you'd have done this or done that, but sure, it's rallying. It's ifs and buts don't do, make any difference, do they, you know? So. <laughs> no, as we, Sammy and myself, battle that class, yeah. hell for leather every day, but then when the rally's over, we stood speaking. Yes. Aye. You know, that's Aye. what it was about. Aye, there was no animosity, there was no bad thing. No. Uh -huh. Yeah, the rally you know, was won and lost on with the clocks. Yeah, because he come and asked for something one day, and I give it to him, and he says, you're going to get us. Church rally. Mm -hmm. If I'd hope it would be one would pass to the other, that's the way it was. Uh, and he would have done the same for you if you needed. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Daniel, I think that's just as nice a way to wrap it up there as any. So thank you very much for taking the time. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. No bother, Kevin. Thank you very much for Good. inviting me. Good thank on. you. Take care. Right. Bye.